from the latest happenings on the diamond. And they fog up, and you're constantly going up and down. It's just, it's honestly, it's kind of a hassle with the goggles. I've just skipped the goggles. They're not helpful. To all the insight and expertise on things outside the ballpark. You just expect Craig Council teams to be competitive and gritty and be in it and be in it until the end, and, and they find ways to win. We only turn to one person. Better up. It's Sophia Minnert on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Brought to you by Ewald Automotive. Shop the Ewald Automotive Group's exclusive best used car selection of over 600 of your favorite cars, trucks, and SUVs. Visit any of their eight locations or shop online at ewaldauto.com. I'm going to rely on Sophia Minnert to tell me how I should feel about last night's performance by the Milwaukee Brewers. Sophia, I trust your judgment. (laughs) How should I feel? Because I felt very frustrated. But if you tell me not to be frustrated or you tell me to be optimistic headed into tonight's game, I will do a pivot right now. I will 180 this sucker and I will be like Gabe, fully on board for tonight's outcome. So please help me, Sophia. I've been fighting an uphill battle all morning. Everybody's acting like it's over already. Freddie's really good. Yeah. Listen, I, I I get it. I know Brewers fans, but they are, are riding the emotional roller coaster. I think. Last night was like peak postseason baseball, right? Of of how quickly things can change, the roller coaster ride that you sign up for um, when you when you follow a team through the postseason. So, yeah, like it, it, I think frustrating is is a good word, Jen, to describe um, last night specifically for the offense. Um, you know, they they got off to such a great start. I think it started out kind of ideally as you would want to script it. You know, you're facing a rookie pitcher. Uh, the only one that had faced him was Carlos Santana. That's when he was with the Pirates. You jump out to a three to nothing lead. Tyrone Taylor, he's just been on a hot streak here in September. Um, he got his first homer of the postseason. You know, and then it's like this is what the Diamondbacks do. They're they're pretty relentless um, for being a young team and for being inexperienced, but they've got a phenomenal rookie in Corbin Carroll. Um, you know, it's it's they tie the game up on back to back homers and then you know, I will say I think the bullpen, um, they had to use more arms than what they anticipated with Corbin Burns going four innings. But I think it was, if you're looking for a silver lining, like for the entire bullpen with the exception of Bryce Wilson, this is their first time pitching in the postseason. So I think it was good um, specifically for the rookie, Abner Uribe. He was the first one out of the gate following Corbin Burns. He had to work out of a jam. Um, the, the bullpen did great, you know, and then Devin didn't have his best command in the ninth. Um, again, I think that's a credit to, to the Diamondbacks. They had good at-bats against them. They made him work. Uh, they made him go more than 30 pitches in the inning. So um, definitely a frustrating night for the offense. They had a lot of opportunities. But today, you know, it's, it's a new day. You've got Freddie Peralta on the mound. He's been excellent. I think they put a lot of pressure on the Diamondbacks pitching staff offensively. So you hope that, you know, they can they can put it together here and, and get a win tonight. Sophia, do we have any more information on Woodruff? I mean, I've seen some stuff on the internet that's might be career ending. Do we have any idea? Yeah, that, that that's pure speculation at this point. Mm-hmm. Um Brandon Woodruff is going he is gonna go get a second opinion. I mean, obviously really crushing news just for him. I mean, you, you saw his reaction when he was speaking about the injury and it's, it is obviously a huge blow for the team as well. Um, so yeah, we know, we know for sure he's not available for this series. Uh, his postseason availability, definitely very much up in the air. Um, very much in question there. He's going to go see 
um, Dr. Meister, who is the Rangers team doctor. So he'll, he will get all the information necessary and then they'll determine the next steps for, for Woody. How much of a mix and match do you think we're going to see with the lineup? Pretty consistent with what we saw yesterday in terms of who's going to be out there starting, or are they going to try to get a couple different matchups in there? Yeah, they're going to be facing um, presumably Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly the next two days. They've, they've seen them in the regular season. They've both had excellent seasons, and, and that's a, a huge reason why the Diamondbacks got into the wild card. Um, both of them went more than 30 starts this season, but I, I think you'll see a similar-looking lineup. Um, they're still going to prioritize defense. Um, I think Tyrone Taylor is absolutely still going to be in there. I, I don't foresee a lot of changes, honestly, defensively. Um, maybe, you know, shuffling things in the outfield if you wanted to get Mark Hanna out there. Uh, but I think they want to keep Sal's defense in there as well. So I, I would anticipate it being a, a pretty similar lineup to what you saw last night. I did see, Sophia, that the uh, wife of the general manager of the Diamondbacks died in mm-hmm. August of breast cancer and that the team had said that they were playing for her. And I was like, oh, geez, that's all we need. We need the, the ghost of the wife of the GM of the team they're playing to be, you know, helping this team along. That fits right in with some of the stories I do on College Game Day, by the way. Um, we were posing this question to our loyal listeners this morning. If you had to pick one of these guys to stick around for the Brewers, Corbin Burns or Craig Council, who would you vote for? Oh, my. I know. This is like Sophie's choice for you. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> um, wow. Um, gosh. This, this really is terrible. Um, I would say I would say Craig Council, um, just because his leadership is so widespread. Um, you know, Corbin Burns can take over a game on his own. Um, I, I think just like Corbin Burns in his best year, which he's had a lot of them here, he's affecting 30 to 35 games. Um, and that's assuming a full, healthy, productive season, which he has given this team three amazing years. Um, I mean, really his entire career has been incredible going back to when he debuted in 18. Um, but Craig, I just think the, the leadership that he has, like the tone that he sets for everybody in the organization, the expectations, um, I just think his, his impact on this organization is just all over. I think you can even talk about his impact on the city. Um, he's just so involved in so much, and he is such a great face for this organization that I just think his, his impact to me is, is bigger than than Corbin's, but that's not taking anything away from what Corbin has done on the mound because they wouldn't they wouldn't be in this in the middle of this era of Brewers baseball and in the middle of this of, of this run without him. All right, Gabe, this is for you, Sophia. When they win tonight, yeah, there who, we go. Who We're manifesting. Starts, <laughs> who starts Game Three? Is it Miley, and then is it all hands on deck? Oh, I think it's going to be all hands on deck tonight. Oh, really? Um, okay. Obviously, it's, well, in an elimination game, right? It's like you got to—they know what they're up against here. Um, so I think Freddie, Freddie yeah. Peralta. Does they're Gabe? Gonna... 
Again, having <laughs> having optimism, like it's unbelievable, Sophia. Unbelievable. It's this unbelievable. Is exactly what I've been asking it's you to do during the Packers season, and you fight like, me tooth I, and nail at every turn. I I take a look Did at I a Packers. Did I say something wrong? No, it's not you. <laughs> no, it's, it's not you. Like I I, I take okay, a look at the like... Packers. I give an honest assessment of what I feel about them, and then you know everybody's acting today. Like everyone may, may as well have just dressed in black today because they think the Brewers season is over. I try to tell them, hey, there's an actual game tonight, and now this is what I. Yeah, this is what I have to be dealing with all day. Unbelievable. <laughs> you, Sophia, you were saying about manifesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm hoping that a lot of Brewers fans are leaning into Gabe's positivity yes. and, and leaning into the manifesting of positive success. And, and listen, I don't, I, I'm not saying that to like in a joking manner. Like I think Brewers fans should be very confident in, in Freddie Peralta tonight. And I think there's a lot of positives that you can take away from what they did offensively last night. So look, this team, they will find a lot of ways to surprise you. And I think the fact of like how they got here, how they won so many games, how many different players they've counted on at different times of the season. Like I, I get it. Fans are frustrated. They're disappointed in a game one loss. It obviously changes, you know, the nature of the series here. But, look, I think there's still a lot of reasons to be confident. So I think they're expecting a great outing from Freddie tonight. Um, Mark, Mark, in regards to your original question, um, yes, I think you could definitely see Wade Miley start at game three. Um, But, look, these these are also the games that, like, Craig Council is best at, right? Like, getting the most out of his team. He's going to show up. He is going to be himself. There's going to be no panic. Um, and I think the the players, all they all know that. They feed off of that. Sophie, you did say all hands on deck. Does that include mm-hmm. Devin Williams? Because he threw 31 pitches last night. Yeah, we, we, we talked to Devin after the, after the game last night. And he said, he said, I just, I could not get command of the changeup. Just couldn't consistently do it. Felt like he was working with his fastball only. And obviously that's a, that's a tough place to be um, on the mound as a closer. So he did say, he said, I, I anticipate being ready. That's obviously Craig Council's decision. Um, but he said despite the 31 pitches last night, he would he would be available today. All right, that's good information from you, Sophia. We will see you out there at the ballpark tonight. Brewers, Diamondbacks, game two of the wild card series. Thanks, Sophia. All right, have a great day. Yeah, okay. It started out so well. <laughs> Gabe's Yo- an angry elf. <laughs> Your Call reaction. Me one more time. So much reaction on the ESPN Milwaukee Talk and Text Line, 800-990-3776, 800-990-ESPN. We will get to that right after this, too. You know where's a great place to watch the game tonight, and it's going to be raging, Gabe? Where's that? Q Club of Wisconsin. It's the perfect place to catch tonight's game, play some games, and grab a drink. Bocce courts, dartboards, foosball tables, and of course, pool tables. Ten of them. Plus, the Q Club of Wisconsin has its best fish fries tonight. Tonight, you can watch the game and have a fish fry. It doesn't get any better than that and Friday. And you just know they pile it high. Check out live music on Saturdays and stop in for brunch every weekend starting at 9 a.m. It's all happening at the Q Club Wisconsin on North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Visit QClubWI.com or like them on Facebook.